Well, during these weeks of Lent, we are journeying again with our Lord through his passion, death, and resurrection. It's a time that we seek forgiveness for our sins, to offer up in sacrifice, and to pray. Now, some may even set out on pilgrimage. And you know, you don't need to travel far to find the beauty in our faith. Just down the hill from Mount Angel Abbey is the beautiful St. Mary's Church, styled like those beautiful churches of Bavaria. And joining me this morning to tell us how they are preparing for Easter and inviting you to join with them, it is our good friend Mark Dole, Parish Coordinator of St. Mary's Church in Mount Angel. Good morning, Mark. Thank you so much for joining us today. Good morning, Brenda, and good morning, David. It's nice to be with you again this morning. Well, just looking at your online webpage, also through your bulletin, it seems like, wow, the parish community there at Mount Angel, at St. Mary's, you have really set out to make this Lent like none others. Kind of tell our listeners a little bit about some of the programs you've set up for your families that help them journey through these weeks of Lent. Yeah, it's um, like most parishes around the area. I um, we we want to help our people to kind of pilgrimage, if if, um, if that's a that's probably a good good word to use mm-hmm. at this time of the year. We're we're always we in our church. We're always having this journey of faith, right, Brenda? And and um, especially during Lent, we're making this journey towards the. Um, the, the the cross and through the cross to the resurrection. So um, there's always a sense of movement. I, when I'm when I'm working with the RCIA or um, people coming into the church in, in some way or another, um, I I do like to point out that whenever we are in mass, especially, we there's, there's always a sense of movement. Um, we're we're not supposed to be idle and um, very. Uh, kind of static, but there's, there's always a sense of movement. Um, and in fact, the, the word mass um, is coming from the, the Latin word etmissia, um, which means um, to, to, to go out or to, to, to move towards. And um, so that really the, the mass should, um, and everything that we do should, should enrich us in faith and then send us out into the world to bring this light of faith into the world. And, and that's what we're doing during Lent. We're, we're making this journey of faith, and we're journeying towards the cross. We're journeying towards uh, this, this great mystery of, of Jesus' death and, his, um, and, and ultimately his resurrection. And, and so we also get that, that play constantly uh, between light and darkness through, through this whole journey. Um, you asked what we're doing in the parish for, for, for our pilgrim journey. Um, we we have enacted uh, different programs um, that we have encouraged uh, people to to participate in and take part of. Um, naturally, we have the the, the archdiocesan uh, program for Lent. We we've put that out, and we have uh, several small groups operating in the parish, um, exploring um, the, the 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 topics of, of that um, that program. Um, we have our um, I've, the, the the one on the Eucharist, especially this year, uh, where the um, or these three years really, where uh, the USCCB are, are really putting forward a, a renewal of love for the the Eucharist and, and the centrality of the Eucharist in our in our lives. We've, we've got a program on the Eucharist, so we're encouraging 
small groups and, and participation and coming deeper in our understanding of, of the, the Holy Eucharist. Um, and then uh, we're also, every Friday in our parish, um, like I presume in many parishes, we have our Stations of the Cross, and um, and it's really fun in, in the, that we, we've encouraged different groups um, within the parish to, to lead those stations. So the, the first week, I remember, was the elementary school kids and um and it's always a delight to and to have them and their excitement and their enthusiasm uh we've had our high school kids um we've um had our lectors um do we're doing it last week um the uh next week is um the rcia so those going through our rcia program are going to lead our stations, um, and each of those stations they conclude with a with a gathering, a, a soup supper gathering, um, and um, I think the final one. So we've got two more. So this Friday and next Friday, the final one, Father Ralph is actually going to lead the stations himself. Um, he's done a when he was in the Holy Land, he did a, um, a meditation on on the stations uh, with this pilgrimage group, and he's going to bring that back to the parish um, and lead the parish in that same pilgrim reflection on the Stations of the Cross on the on the last Friday of Lent. So uh, that's going to be really something to look forward to. Um, yeah, so it's all about journey in this time, a journey, like I say, journey towards the cross. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Incredible. Such an active and full community there at St. Mary's Church in Mount Angel, Oregon. Mark Dole is their parish coordinator and is joining us today. Mark, we know that Palm Sunday coming up on April 2nd, many parishes kind of create an entrance into the main church as they take their palms yeah. in a way that Christ was welcomed into Jerusalem. Is that something that you try to do there at Mount Angel for that special day? Yeah, we do. Um, we we always begin um, the Palm Sunday service um, in the parish center, which is just neighboring the church. Um, so every all our masses, our vigil, seven um, thirty in the morning, ten o'clock, and the uh, the Spanish mass at twelve thirty, they all begin in the parish center, uh, where the palms are, are blessed and the the um, entrance gospel is read and proclaimed, um, and then we we do a procession. Weather permitting, we will go outside around the parish centre and then enter the church through the main doors. Um, if the weather is not so forgiving, um, then we will do a short run from the parish centre down the breezeway and straight into the church. But ideally, where weather permits, um, and I'm hoping this year will allow it, uh, we will make a procession around the church with the palms, singing Hosanna uh, chorus uh, as we process together and triumph do this triumphant entrance into the church, remembering Christ's triumphant entrance into Jerusalem. So yeah, we're we're looking forward to that, and it it's always beautiful. We're with um, the church has um, been kind of stripped back during um, Lent, and as we've journeyed into Lent. We, we remove more and more of the decorations. I think this week we will actually do that traditional veiling of all the statues mm-hmm. and, and um, so it kind of tones down. And many people ask us, well, what's the point of, of, of this veiling? Um, it, it's, 
it's coming from an old tradition of, of kind of like hiding, um, hiding the beauty of the church, and um, so that when it's revealed again on on Easter morning, um, it, it just adds to the, the 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 triumph or the the beauty or the glory of that that Easter day, um, and so it just helps us. Uh, our, our church is full of these visual and sensual um, experiences that help us to enter deeper into the mystery, and by removing and hiding the beauty of the church, um, it helps us journey into the the quiet and the darkness of of of, of what is happening in um, especially Good Friday, uh, so that when it's revealed, it, there's just that sense of joy and triumph and and all that and. And we will we will do that in the parish also through the reflection on the music. Um, we will tone down the the music has been toned down uh, like throughout this Lenten season. We haven't done the choral reflections after communion. Um, naturally, with the the Gloria has been uh, admitted. We haven't sung the Alleluia during this time. Um, this choice of music has been a little bit more somber and and, 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 and it's much more reflecting this season that we're in and um, and, and so forth. So um, it just all helps us enter into the, the depth of the mystery and, and also the, you get this contrast. I, I love this contrast that we create in the liturgies that then help us to, to enter into the cross and then for, through the cross into the, the joy of the resurrection. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the... We, mm-hmm. we are we're making a big effort to do that through um, everything we're doing in liturgy, in music, in the church decoration, and so forth over here at St. Mary's. How beautiful. All of the senses are brought forward, especially during this week. And of course, we know that Palm Sunday, it is happening on April 2nd. Well, that ushers in this wonderful procession through Holy Week. Mark, I really want to know what is in store down there at Mount Angel for Holy Week. I would love to talk to you more about it. I am coming up against my break. Can you stay with me through the break so we can continue our discussion in the next half hour? Oh, absolutely. No problem. I'd love to. I am back with Mark Dole, our good friend. He is the parish coordinator at the beautiful St. Mary's Church in Mount Angel, Oregon. He's joining us today as he really invites all of us to enter into this holy week just with all of our senses to be able to live through the passion, death, and resurrection of our Lord. Mark is joining me today to share a little bit about how they prepare there at St. Mary's and is inviting all of us to join with them. Good morning, Mark. Thanks so much for staying with me. Uh, Good morning. Nice to be back again. Well, Mark, as we ended our last segment, we were just talking about how we enter into this Palm Sunday and then through into Holy Week. And you said that your RCIA uh, people that are coming into the church, they play a part in that. Is there something that you say to them as they enter into this last week before they are fully received into the church that just that you tell them to to keep in mind and and really enter into this season in a new and unique way and things that they should really be aware of and watch for during Holy Week? For, for the RCIA, but I think it's for all of us, Brenda, it's, these liturgies of Holy Week are like none other. Um, and even for myself, who, who are quite familiar with them, uh, because we, we do these liturgies only once in the year, 
um, you really have to stop and you have to think um, what what they're all about and 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 how to to do them and to do them well um, because they they are very different. They're they're not like our standard um, gathering on a Sunday for for mass. Um, they they. Um, there, there is a richness. I think one thing that I do like to tell our RCIA people and 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 generally our parishioners um, that these these uh, services on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday are considered one service, um, one yeah, one one mm-hmm. long service. Um, in fact, you will notice that on Holy Thursday, um, the, it doesn't quite finish. Uh, it, we 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 uh, father uh, in our at least in our parish will will take off his chasuble, he'll put on a coat, um, and then take with the humeral veil the blessed sacrament, and then we'll process it around the church, and we'll move the blessed sacrament to the altar of repose, and 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 everyone just departs in quiet, and and it doesn't really have an ending, um, and that's done on purpose because. Good Friday begins without a beginning. <laughs> sure. And and we just again enter into the church in silence and and the service just continues and then at the end of Good Friday again it finishes in silence without really a a solid ending because the service continues on Saturday evening uh with the Easter vigil. So this 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 sense of um this movement through the the holy Triduum, um that that doesn't have an end, uh, so that service goes over three days um, and commemorates three very important parts of the the mystery of salvation. Um, but it is one complete service uh, from beginning to end. And so, what I like to encourage, especially RCA, but also our parishioners, is to participate in all three uh, days of um, the the Easter Triduum, um, the Holy Thursday the Good Friday service, and the Easter Vigil. Um, and especially if you've never participated in the Easter Vigil, I really encourage it because it is a service like, or a Mass like no other. Um, the, the readings are longer as we journey through the, the mystery of salvation as it's articulated through the Old Testament and into the Epistles and the Gospel. Um, beautiful um, e- explanation of of the mystery of salvation through the readings, um, the service of light, which begins that service, the lighting of the fire, the procession of the Easter candle, the proclamation of the um, Easter, uh, or the Easter proclamation, the, uh, the exultant. It, oh, it's, it's beautiful. And, and I'm excited this year. This, um, we, we have a new music director at, at, at the church. She's been with us since... June last year, so this is going to be her first uh, Easter with us, and she's been preparing and organizing. Um, so I, I think we're going to have really great music mm. um, for the Easter liturgies. Well, that is kind of ushering in those Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and of course Holy Saturday as we lead into the beautiful Easter Sunday Masses. Mark, it is important that the faithful enter into this season, this kind of continuous liturgy that begins during Holy Week in this right and prayerful way. And there at St. Mary's, you're offering a beautiful evening service on Tuesday, that Tenebrae prayer service. For our listeners who aren't familiar with that, can you tell them a little bit more about it and how it plays off this idea of 
the light and the darkness. Yeah, Tenebrae is such a beautiful service, Brenda. It's it's actually, it's a very ancient liturgy. It goes back many, many, many years. Um, and it's something that was very prevalent pre-Vatican II. We, we kind of lost the Tenebrae service after Vatican II because the renewal of the liturgy um, cre- created or, or dedicated very specific um, services or masses for Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and Easter Vigil. And those were the three evenings or the three days where Tenebrae would have been celebrated. Um, and so it was kind of replaced with the the Easter Tridim liturgy. Um, however, um, it was not abolished or uh, couldn't be celebrated in, in other ways in the liturgy. It just how, somehow kind of fell by the wayside. And and we are seeing in recent years a kind of a comeback um, of the Tenebrae service, uh, maybe not in the full three-day uh, version that would have been familiar prior to Vatican II, but um, a lot of parishes are doing at least one uh, evening or one service of Tenebrae. And that's what we're doing over here at St. Mary's as well. Um, Tenebrae itself um, was um, based on the Liturgy of the Hours, um, so the the morning prayer or evening prayer, um, and it's kind of like a combination of those hours and really focuses on the the kind of the, 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 the sorrowful-type mysteries. The, it, you would see more sorrowful um, psalms being used, um, and then interdispersed with the psalms as choral pieces um, and readings from the books of lamentation. Um, and so you, you, it, it's a very somber service. Um, it really focuses on the um, the passion of our Lord uh, in, in a very particular way, especially in a prophetic way. And, um, and, and really, as you mentioned, it plays on the... This the the, the 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 thing of light and darkness, and so this service will begin um, with the church kind of very sparsely lit, and then at the front of the church, uh, what we call a tenebrae hearse, uh, which is really just a large candelabra um, with fifteen candles on it, and as the uh, prayers are prayed as the psalms are uh, sung or read, as the readings are uh, either chanted or read. Um, after each piece, uh, a candle is extinguished, and so slowly the church descends into darkness, and until finally, right at the end of the service, you have one solitary candle lit, the Christ candle, and that is lifted by the presider and processed through the church. And as it's processed through the church, uh, the congregation make this loud noise, um, and the way they do it is is by banging their missalettes or their music books on the pews to create a, a loud noise uh, as the candle is processed and then hidden, and the church is plunged into darkness with this loud noise. Um, so it really um, it uses the senses uh, to to uh, help us enter into the mystery of the passion of, of, of the Lord. Um, and and then the, the candle 
um, is reintroduced, the, 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 the church falls into silence and the service ends. And so it's, uh, uh, it, it is a really beautiful service, and I'm really glad that it, it is making a comeback in many churches um, and very excited to be able to bring it back um, in our parish, which um, is the first time in many years. I'm sure we used to celebrate it, Brenda, mm-hmm. <laughs> because uh. I did find when I was hunting through, I did find Tenebrae Missalette booklets there that probably predate Vatican <laughs> Vatican II, uh. so that, that we have a box of them. So I'm sure they used to use it in the church, but in recent years, we, it, this is, we haven't celebrated Tenebrae, and uh, so we're excited to be doing it again. So that um, that will be on the Tuesday of Holy Week. Um, it's April the fourth, and Tenebrae service will begin at seven p.m. Um, and it runs about an hour long. Oh well, as you said, all of those senses of sight and smell, and of course sound, just really brings us all together to help us enter this beautiful Holy Week. I can't think of a more beautiful parish to do that than at St. Mary's there in Mount Angel. Mark, I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for just sharing with us all that is happening there. And uh, we pray for all of your parishioners and uh, have a very, very blessed rest of your Lenten season. Likewise, Brenda. And we we just wish you all uh, a very holy and blessed uh, Holy Week coming up and, and a great celebration as we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, thank you again. That is Mark Dole, the parish coordinator of St. Mary's Church down in Mount Angel, Oregon. Now, their full schedule for Holy Week that begins with Palm Sunday on April 2nd, and then all of their activities going on. I will add a link to the podcast of this interview that'll get you to their website, and then you can find the full schedule of events. You're going to find that link at materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app.